0: Congratulations to NAS Whiting Field, uh, winning a highly prized award, becoming the Small Installation of the Year award winner. That's just fantastic. Our local bases, NAS Whiting and NAS Pensacola, win awards all the time, and sometimes you gloss over. It's kind of like you know Cat Country, and uh, you know wins all these awards. Everyone's like, well, which one are they winning this year? You know, I mean? but it's amazing. I mean, it really, really is good. Our sister station, Cat Country, um, NAS Whiting Field, named Best Small Base in the Navy, nominated for the Commander in Chief's Award which would be the next level up first time they have been nominated for that award. So congratulations to them. Uh, party boy, that's his call sign. Captain Paul Flores says, um, this award is truly a team effort of all hands on the base. It could not have been accomplished without all the hard work of everyone on the team. I cannot be more proud of everyone at NAS Whiting Field. Congratulations. And thanks for everything that you do every day. People still just don't really get Whiting a lot of times, unfortunately. And it's just, it is an enormous operation. Um, 60% of all your fixed wing primary instruction goes on there. That means that if you go on to fly in the Navy and the Marines and you're flying something where the wings don't move. 60% of you went through Whiting for your first round, and then also 100% of the helicopter pilots, the Navy, Coast Guard, and Marines go through there. It's the busiest airfield, what, in the world, I believe, Um, and, uh, you know, a million flight operations. It's the busiest, yeah, busiest aviation complex in the world, Uh, 12 outlying fields, and um, just, I mean, it's an enormous operation. And it's it's always kind of funny because we say that uh, NAS Pensacola, you know, the Cradle of Naval Aviation, (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm not trying to throw shade, but Whiting is really where we make pilots. Now we also make pilots in part at at NAS Pensacola, and they do all start there. Okay, that's your very first thing. True, um, but you know, every once in a while you talk to folks from Whiting, and they're like, you know, <laughs> that cradle of naval aviation thing is maybe sort of our thing more than. But still, it's we love them both, and they're both incredibly important. And, Corey, I'm not. I'm not neglecting you okay we're just not talking about you right now uh but uh when we don't talk about you a lot because of the some of the stuff you do four three seven sixteen twenty um <sighs> you remember when jimmy fallon was sort of in trouble because he said uh what was his it wasn't buddy but, yeah, was it was buddy bud. Bud, bud that's right which is like, supposedly, congratulations bud yeah to a uh trans woman that's man before woman now I I mean it's still hard for me so even. a
1: woman can't be a buddy I, I don't get it
0: right even though even if there's buddy bits um <laughs> okay well we got a new one we got a new one another um in this uh, vicinity okay you've got in Virginia you've got a state senator Danica Rome who is um still a guy but looks like a girl in the facial, facial area and goes by girl stuff, okay? Uh, but biologically male, um, identifies as a woman. And this person was giving testimony and talking in the legislative session, uh, state senator, saying, um, and asked the question of the president, uh, the state senate president, uh, Lieutenant Governor Winsome Sears, operating as the senate president. Um, Madam President, how many votes would it take to pass this bill with the emergency clause? That would be four-fifths, Senator. And what would be the exact number of that, Madam President? Yes, sir. That would be thirty-two. <gasps> oh, 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 sir! So um, the senator stormed out <laughs> and left. Now, here's what's kind of interesting: the um, uh, Lieutenant Governor apologized. I upset Senator Rome. Let it be known that I am not here to upset anyone. I'm here to do the job. The people of Virginia have called me to do, and that is to treat everyone with respect and dignity. I have myself at times not been afforded that same respect and dignity. But in this body, as long as I'm president of the Senate and by the grace of God, I will be treated with respect and dignity. I'll treat everyone else with respect and dignity. It's a lot of respect and dignity. It is never my intention to make anyone offended, and I hope that others would consider that they try not to offend me as well. We are all equal under the law, and so I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. Hey, she said the magic three words, and I would hope, I would hope, (laughs) I wish I had the audio of this. It sounds funny, Uh, that everyone would understand there's no intent to offend, but that we would also give each other the ability to forgive each other. She goes on. I have seen us conduct ourselves in ways that we would not expect of our own children, our nieces or nephews, and so I would hope, We would take this opportunity to be kind to each other, to be gracious to each other, and to be about the people's business. Hey, I agree with all of that. It's all good. And I think she probably did it very inadvertently. And, you know, that's part of the problem is you're putting us in the awkward position of having to rethink about all the things we say and what are we willing to say differently, what do we have to catch ourselves to avoid saying it's all, which is the whole point, right? It's to interrupt the thought process on linguistics. And if you can retrain the tongue, words, what you say in your mouth, you can retrain the brain. And uh, all of this is tied into the idea of reshaping beliefs by reshaping language. I mean, that's just like the basics of, of cancel culture, right? Uh, of modern wokeism. So anyway, four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. 16, 20. In adjacent news, um, if you are a Chicago cop, and you identify as a different gender, fine, cool, awesome, no problems, just check a box. But if you are a Chicago cop that wants to identify as a different race, oh, hell no. I'll tell you about that in a second. Jake's got traffic on the fives.
1: All right. This traffic report brought to you by ECUA. Uh, We do have an accident. This is going to be on Highway 29. Uh, This is coming in from our traffic tip line just north of the Morris Avenue light in Cantonment. Uh, This will be on the southbound inside lane of Highway 29, just past Well Line Road in Cantonment. About 20 minutes ago, we had a rollover truck uh, accident there, so it's not really affecting traffic flow just yet, but FHP is on the scene. Um, Other than that, I don't see any slowdowns or accidents to report. Uh, Nine Mile not showing any issues. Gulf Beach Highway not showing any delays. No delays on Burgess or Olive. We're looking good from 12th Avenue through to Palafox and W Street. And Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre is flowing smoothly. If you see anything else out there slowing us down, you can always call or text our traffic tip line. That's 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with your traffic on the five. Let me get to this. Uh, Sorry, ECUA Bulk Waste Service is now call for pickup. Call by 2 p.m., the day before your service day. Learn more at ecua.fl.gov. Now, I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the fast. You
0: were before, too. I was before, but, you know. <laughs> hey, if you're thinking about buying or selling a home, you want to bounce ideas off of somebody, ask an opinion, find out what the market is doing now, has been doing, will be doing in the future, especially in the price range that you're looking at or what you're selling at, because, you know, the market can be hot at 500 and slow at 300 or vice versa. I mean, you know, so it matters, and it can be the same, you know, good in cantonment, bad in Gulf Breeze, or vice versa. It's just... You've really got to know your place. It's not like this one hegemonic thing where it's always the same everywhere. And Christina Leavenworth knows all that stuff. She sold 175 homes here in the area last year. Dealing with all kinds of circumstances, people going through divorces, people going through estate sales and dealing with death in the family, or just people buying their first home or selling the home for the first time. She can deal with all of that. And she and her folks at Leaven Rinky Realty are just great at it. 723-9158 for Christina Leavenworth and her team at Leaven Rinky Realty. Now, I told you, that I had a story coming, and uh, uh, here it is. In Chicago, okay, in the police department in Chicago, if you want to identify as a different gender, perfectly fine. No problem. Just check the box. All good, okay? But as one officer learned, if you want to identify as a different race, ooh, no. Uh, And this is kind of an interesting case. You might think this is just somebody being, you know, like engaging in a stunt. Okay, to make a point. Not so. Muhammad Yusuf, age 43, filed a civil rights lawsuit, said he's looking to change his racial uh, identification from Caucasian to, well, he currently identifies as Egyptian and African American, his parents, black and Middle Eastern. Chicago Police Department will not allow him to do this because they say, A, you can't change that, okay, and B, well, refer to A, but here's the backstory. When he started on the force in uh, 20 years ago, they didn't offer options other than Caucasian, black, and Hispanic. They now offer several different options, which would be more appropriate for him, but they won't allow him to change to the current options as being, you know, black slash Middle Eastern. He simply chose Caucasian back then. Oh, also, he says in the lawsuit that loads and loads and loads of people who are lesser qualified, perform less on their evaluations, um, are getting rapid, fast-tracked ahead of him. He is not black and they are, is what the lawsuit says. So he wants to re-identify, not just to make the point, but because actually he would identify differently if they were to hire him today, and also because he feels that it is affecting his advancement within the ranks of the, of the uh, Chicago Police Department. So... Um, what I think is weird is like from a philosophical point of view, the modern argument about race is that race is all a social construct. Anyway, race isn't real anyway. So why the opposition to letting people be transracial? You know, we talked about this with the kind of jokingly, of course, with uh machine gun Kelly and getting his black tats all over his body, you know, but I mean, seriously, they're, People might have different, if people can have biologically male parts and identify as females or vice versa within that worldview, what would be the problem of allowing people to identify as a different race? Well, because they're not. Um, But the other thing, (laughs) what, what do you mean they're not? Neither are they. If it's in your head, it's in your head. It can't just be in your head for one thing and not be in your head for another thing. And people feel alienated from their racial identity. That's actually sort of more believable, more plausible than the other one. So, you know, just thoughts as these news stories come across my desk. 721 on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay.
2: Tax season is here. And it's time to turn your refund into peace of mind with Jim's Firearms. Jim's Firearms is your go-to destination for top-notch personal protection. You're also going to want to secure your spot for one of their upcoming concealed carry classes. Use your refund wisely and invest in safety. Check out their wide selection online at gymfirearms.net or visit the store in Pensacola at the corner of Serena Road and Blue Angel Parkway. Jim's Firearms, protecting what matters most.
3: Here's today's Strength for Life with your host, Pastor James C.
0: Johnson. The first of the Ten Commandments says, Thou shalt have no other gods before me. This commandment, found in Exodus 20, is startling to most Americans. Our culture has emphasized religious tolerance to an unbiblical and unhealthy extreme. No other gods means that there is only one true God. The implication is that not every religious road leads to heaven. The Bible presents us with one God whose name is Jehovah, and he is seen in the person and work of Jesus Christ. He is a loving, holy, powerful God who is our provider, sustainer, creator and savior. Isaiah tells us that he is wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting father, the prince of peace. I urge you take time to worship him today.
3: That was James C. Johnson. He serves as the pastor of North Stone Baptist Church in Pensacola, Florida. For more Strength for Life, please visit our website, strengthforlife.church.
4: Pinner Credit Union is here. For every move in day to the perfect home, every trip up the coast in the perfect car, for every business door unlocked, every dollar saved for something special, every dream achieved one goal at a time. We're here because Pinair Credit Union has been a part of this community since 1936. And with affordable lending, flexible accounts, easy access, and smart guidance, we're a perfect fit for the way you bank. Join us at penair.org. You'll fit right in. Insured by NCUA. Equal housing lender.
3: News Radio Pensacola on 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. Informative, local, dependable.
1: Excuse me, sir. There's been a little problem in the cockpit. The you know? cockpit. What is it? It's the little room in the front of the plane where the pilots sit, that's not important right now.
0: You know you laugh. You know what? I was just thinking about this. You know how um, sometimes the left, not all the left, not everybody's zany. I mean, I have a lot of really, really good friends on the left. But sometimes the farther left you lean, especially for the woke cancel culture types, like the idea of re-education, you know, we just need to indoctrinate people better so that they can be less bigoted, stupid, narrow-minded, backwards, evil, whatever. Um, I I have I have my own suggestion. My suggestion is uh, we take all the college kids. This is this is the new law that I want. We take all of the college kids, and we make them all watch Airplane. And Blazing Saddles, <laughs> and First Blood, you know, and and like Red Dawn, and we just make them watch all the movies we were raised on, and I think we'd be okay. I think we'd be okay. Can you can you imagine some of these? Look, I love you if you if you listen, you know, if you do, you may know what I'm talking about. But I love these kids in college and the stuff that they see, and this is all college campuses, you know, all of them. Um, except maybe like Liberty or something like that. But, um, I mean, I think they would lose their minds if they had to watch Blazing Saddles. (laughs) I think they would just have a conniption and melt down. Like, the earbuds on their their iPhone would melt. (laughs) So but I, it'd be good for him. it'd be really really good for him. also go outside and play on your bike 725 on news radio 92 3 uh, jake's got traffic on the fives jake
1: all right we do have if you're on highway 29 this morning we do have reports of an accident this is going to be a rollover truck in the southbound inside lane on highway 29 just past well line road in cantonment Uh, It's not really slowing anything down right now. Uh, FHP is on the scene, so just use caution getting by there. Otherwise, I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds. Gulf Beach Highway not showing any delays. Highway 29 is accident... Well, no, it's not. (laughs) Highway 90 is clear through Milton and Pace and Pilton. And uh, Cervantes is clear through the curve on Scenic Highway. Summit Boulevard also not showing any accidents. If you see anything out there sewing you down, you can always call or text our traffic tip line. That's 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with your traffic on the fives. Thanks
0: so much, Jake. Oh, I I irritated some of my NAS Pensacola friends. I'm sorry, guys. (laughs) Saying that, um, you know, we call NAS Pensacola the cradle of naval aviation. We don't give enough credit to Whiting for its formational value. As uh, one person said, look, look, man, all your naval aviators, all your uh, naval flight officers, all your air crew swimmers, they all come through NAS Pensacola, all at the beginning, hence cradle. I, I I know, I get it, okay. Um, But the crib and the school and the, as one person said, the crib is whiting and the cradle is, um, it's not so much that we need to emphasize NES Pensacola less, it's more that I wish we could emphasize whiting more. Does that make you feel better? I just don't, you know, people know, and a lot of people, a lot of people, if you ask, person on the street, what do they do at NES Pensacola? Well, that's where we train pilots. What do they do at whiting? Where now? (laughs) That's all I'm getting at. 7:26 uh, here on News Radio 92.3. Uh, David Wayne is in the newsroom with our headlines. David, the
5: funeral for Alexei Navalny will be held on Friday. A spokeswoman says that he'll be buried at a Russian Orthodox church in Moscow, and that service will be open to the public. Uh, the Supreme Court hearing arguments today on whether the federal government can ban bump stocks, which uh, speed up the firing mechanism on semi-automatic firearms. Uh, those against the regulation uh, say the eight, or those. Four- yeah, those against the regulation say the ATF is wrongly interpreting the machine gun ban to include the bump stocks while the trigger is still technically being pulled for each round fired. And uh, yeah, Apple, it's just It's
0: just that yeah. the gun is pulling the trigger instead of you pulling the trigger, it's sort of in a weird way. Right. But, it's yeah.
5: yeah, bump stocks are really, uh, they're kind of weird. Uh, and somebody was to texting to me about exactly a different
0: device work. that I was not particularly familiar with. Uh, now I put that away. I didn't keep it. But it's one that accelerates the trigger response back onto your finger and that you can basically, it's easier to use and you can fire it more. Quickly than even a bump stock operates, but nobody cares about that. It's just a different kind of trigger mechanism. So I don't, you know, there's all kinds of technology out there to accomplish the end result of faster rate of fire. Sorry, David. Go ahead. Absolutely.
5: And Apple canceling its electric car project. A Bloomberg report says the decision to end that project was disclosed internally on Tuesday to 2,000 employees that were working on that project, and most of those people are moving to the company's artificial intelligence division.
0: Very good, David. Thanks so much for the update. I continue to get. Suggestions from my friends at NES Pensacola. Andrew, you know that NES Pensacola does a lot more than train pilots. Of course I know. Yes.
1: Most people don't.
0: Most people think it's the blue angels and they train pilots, right? I mean, if you and you know that, okay? But obviously they do an enormous number of uh things over at NES Pensacola. All of these tenant commands, it's I mean, it's a massive number. Anyway, four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. Oh, kind of in this vicinity uh since we're talking about the navy let's talk about navy federal for a second um they just got a new C- uh, ceo they just had a new ceo and uh, good reporting by wwf t.s strickland who's kind of worked for everybody at one point or another really good guy i know him personally uh the credit union announced that uh, dietrich coolman a retired u.s navy rear admiral that'd be two stars uh same rank as the um Admiral who uh, oversees uh, Navy Naval Education Training Command on NES Pensacola, uh, the admiral-in-residence. Uh, that will become their new president and CEO on March 1st, so that would be Friday. Uh, Mary McDuffie, 24-year veteran of the company who's been in charge since 2018, uh, is going to be uh, leaving, and um, there you go. So, she's going to be retiring. So, Coolman uh, joined Navy Federal in 2019, has been the COO for the last two years. Joined the company after a 35-year military career in which he served in key finance roles at the Pentagon and as Programming Division Director for CNO, Chief of Naval Operations. 437-1620 is my phone number if you want to weigh in on anything that you want to do. Uh, Interesting news this uh, week that uh, Apple is now canceling its electric car project. Ah, He threw a few billion dollars and tens of thousands of man hours, probably millions of man hours at it. Uh, A couple thousand people were working on the project and they are like, yeah, this is not going to work out for us. As we see that other car manufacturers like Mercedes are announcing that they are not committing to full EV conversions anymore. And they're going to be kind of doing both partially because of demand changes and also because of infrastructure that the charging stations of the future just aren't really here yet.
2: Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. President Biden wins 81% of the vote, with 13% of Michigan Democrats voting uncommitted. In the state's presidential primary, a protest vote over his support of Israel's war on Gaza. Former President Trump wins nine more delegates toward the Republican nomination. Nikki Haley wins two. Donald Trump beat Nikki Haley by more than 40 points last night. Haley has vowed to remain in the race until after Super Tuesday next week, Steve, where in 11 of those 15 states, voters do not have to be a registered Republican. Fox's Lucas Thomas and they're out-of-control wildfires burning in the Texas panhandle, forcing the brief shutdown of a nuclear weapons facility last night. When
4: we have those higher wind gusts, we have those warmer temperatures. Certainly abnormal for the month of February and winter and winter general and the state of texas we're likely going to continue to see that fire concerns start to boost
2: fox weathers keanu lewis the forecast calls for less windy cooler weather tomorrow with maybe some rain america's listening to fox news
5: good morning seven thirty-one at news radio 92 3 i'm david wayne right now we've got mostly cloudy skies 70 degrees in pensacola The Escambia Sheriff's Office investigating after a man was shot in the leg yesterday. Investigators say that man showed up at his home with a gunshot wound on Tuesday afternoon. EMS later responded to that home and took the man to the hospital. Uh, His injuries were considered non-life-threatening. Deputies are investigating and they say they're attempting to cooperate with the man. Well, support for Donald Trump was a key point last night at the Mad Gates, Donald Trump Jr. rally here in Pensacola.
1: Donald Trump understood that sometimes you talk softly and carry the big stick. I remember when your dad saw those pictures of those kids from Syria who had been bombed with chemical weapons, and he didn't go out there and run his mouth, and he didn't give a bunch of speeches, and he didn't write a bunch of strongly worded letters. He dropped 68 Tomahawk missiles on the air base that launched those attacks, and there were no more...
5: Of them. And uh, that town hall meeting last night put on by Public Square. They also they discussed small business, the military. It was a packed crowd at the Palafox Wharf Waterfront event center. Gates also predicted Trump would get uh, record support from working class Americans in November. Testimony expected to last through Thursday in the trial pitting Escambia County Commissioners against Clerk of Courts and Comptroller Pam Childers. At the center of that dispute is payments to local retirement accounts that she's been withholding for Commissioner Stephen Barry, Lumen May, and Robert Bender that she believes are illegal. The annual payments would amount to over $54,000 each in taxpayer money. Yesterday, County Attorney Allison Rogers was asked about a commission on ethics meeting. She attended, along with Commissioner Berry, on the issue. Now, this is
3: an ethics opinion that you and Commissioner Berry obtained from the Commission on Ethics about settlement uh, for Commissioner Berry's position that, but for lack of information, he would have had taxpayer dollars deposited into his private retirement account.
0: The question was whether or
1: not he under the code of ethics, would be allowed to bring forward this proposal.
5: The county filed that lawsuit in 2022 after Childers started blocking those payments. Uh, Local tourism officials got an update from the head of Visit Pensacola last week with a, a push to market the area as a as there's been a substantial increase in vacation rentals.
3: We've had a significant increase in inventory in our market, both traditional lodging, new hotels being built, but also vacation rentals. Over 2,000 additional listings from just over a year ago. I mean, that's a substantial increase in inventory. So that supplemental income really comes in handy because we need to drive visitation.
5: And that is uh, Darren Schaefer from Visit Pensacola, and he says many of those vacation rentals aren't on the beach, but rather in the north-central portions of Escambia County. The people that are paid to keep a close eye on water temperatures out in the Atlantic Hurricane Basin are already painting a grim picture of the months ahead of the 2024 Atlantic hurricane season. Brian McNoldy is a senior research associate in Miami and says the sea surface temperatures are already now hitting summer levels
3: that will once again probably have an impact on our coral and all the other life that's very dependent on the ocean not being too hot but in general having a very warm atlantic we definitely need to just be paying attention to the hurricane season
5: and he says if the that were to continue into the hurricane season we could see an above average number of extreme storms and activity could begin even earlier than june 735 at News Radio. Jake's got our traffic on the fives.
1: This traffic report is brought to you by Knox Pest Control. Looking at Highway 29 this morning, southbound, uh, right where 95 and 29 meet. Uh, there is an accident reported there. Looks like right in front of Porky's Pizza uh, at Morris Avenue almost. Uh, it's really slowing things down getting southbound. Down uh, 29 and uh, 95 as well, uh, in front of Jim Allen Elementary School. It looks like it's slow in both directions there. So just a if you're if you're getting through that area, it's, it might take a little while. FHP is on the scene. There was an earlier accident where a uh, truck rolled over on the right side of the southbound lane on Highway 29. Other than that, we're looking okay. Highway 98 seeing its normal slowdown eastbound, getting out of Navarre into Winhaven, but not really that bad for this time of morning. Uh, i-10 and i-110 look like they're at posted speeds Uh, highway 90 coming out of milton through pace is looking good if you see anything else out there slowing you down you can always call or text our traffic tip line that number is 437-1620 knox pest control their family serving your family since 1929 for information on a free pest or termite quote visit knoxpest.com knox knocks them out i'm jake walker with your traffic on the fives We will have a cloudy day today with temperatures warming up near 75 degrees. Some showers possible as you go into the afternoon and evening. 30% chance of rain. Temperatures overnight dropping near 51. For Thursday, Cloudy skies high near sixty-four, low on Thursday night near fifty-eight degrees. More showers and thunderstorms move in on Friday morning, 70% chance of rain with a high near 68. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center.
5: 70 in Pensacola, 68 in Gulf Breeze, 69 in Milton. Your next news at 8, breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne for News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable.
4: I'm Nicole Murray with Your Money Now. Warner Brothers says it is no longer pursuing a merger with Paramount Global as its shares trade near a 52-week low. Skydance Media, owned by David Ellison, is still doing due diligence on a potential transaction with Paramount. Comcast, however, said it is not interested in buying any Paramount Global assets, but would consider commercial partnerships like bundling or merging Peacock and Paramount+. Plus. The average interest rate for 30-year mortgages decreased to 7.04% from 7.06%. The rate is about a quarter percentage point higher than it was a year ago. Applications to refinance a home were 7% lower than the previous week and 1% lower than the same week one year ago. Mortgage demand from buyers looking at newly built homes, however, jumped 19% year over year in January. Stock futures are slightly lower as investors await fresh inflation data this week. That's your money now.
2: Join Stefan Schmidt, Marine Service Technology Instructor at Georgetown Technical College for Boat Smart on the Pensacola Expert Panel
0: this Friday at 10 a.m. Key Marine sponsoring the show. When Key Marine needs to hire Marine
2: Service technicians, they hire students from Georgetown Technical College. Have a boating question for Stefan? Then give us a call at 437 1620. It's a dream team, so join them this Friday at 10 a.m.
4: The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 923 AM 1620.
3: News Radio Pensacola. Your home for informative, local, and dependable news and talk. Start your mornings off with the award winning Pensacola Morning News with Andrew McKay, followed by the Pensacola Expert Panel with Jake. Then get informed and laugh from 11 till 2 with Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins, followed by the Guy Benson Show. Your afternoon drive is anchored by Pensacola Right Now with Joe and Austin, followed by Dave Ramsey. It's News Radio Pensacola. Heard on 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620.
0: Good morning, 740 here on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. It's the Pensacola Morning News. Happy Wednesday. Hope you're uh, enjoying your morning. Had your coffee, had your tea, had your, I don't know, energy drink, your Coke. I don't know. Everybody's a little bit different. My wife does um, Coca-Cola. My wife does Coke in the morning. No. (laughs) The the kind you drink, not the other kind. Um, But, yeah, that's how she does her caffeine. And not by coffee or tea or anything like that. D.C. Reeves is our mayor in Pensacola, and he is joining us now from Tallahassee. Uh, by the miracle of modern communications, it doesn't matter where he is; we can talk to him. Uh, he's there for the Career Source Florida board meeting, on which he is the only mayor appointed. Uh, mayor, welcome back to the show, sir.
2: Hey, Andrew. Good morning. Thanks for having
0: me. Yeah, and um, kind of a cool honor being the only mayor on this board. This is the this is kind of the board that oversees all the different Career Source local or organizations, like Career Source Escarosa. Is that right?
2: That's right. Yeah. So we, you may have heard of Career Source Escarosa, that, that uh, Dr. McBride, who's also over here. Uh, he he runs that chapter, but there's 24 around the state. And um, what it ultimately is is uh, the where the state spends its federal and state workforce dollars. Uh, you know, how do we help build our workforce? And so, um, so really excited to get on this board. This will be my my second meeting total, but the first one was remote. So this is you. my first in person um, you know meeting. We meet quarterly. So. Uh, looking forward to meeting some other folks that that uh, are you know really influential in workforce development around the state, and of course we know locally you know you pick first of ST Engineering projects like that where uh, we should have a vested interest in this, and right. um, and so uh, Mel Ponder is on uh, you know it was the furthest west until my appointment, so I'm glad to be able to represent uh, our our two, three, four counties. Uh, over here on, on the on Panhandle.
1: So, and uh, for, and
0: for people who may not know, and I, I confess, I feel like I only am about eighty percent up to speed on on Career uh, Source uh, Escarosa. Um, but one of the things that they do is to make sure that we are developing the workforce of the future, and that we are matching our output in terms of educational product students, graduates, uh, with the kind of industry and the needs that we have locally. So, for example, with ST, you know, making sure that the schools and George Stone and the career academies and all of that are fit to the future of needing to have people to work on
2: aviation maintenance, repair, and overhaul, right? Exactly. And then, uh, but, and there's a multitude of things. It can be that. It could be, for example, there's veterans programs. Hey, you finish your military service. Uh, of course, that, that's as pertinent to us as anyone in the state of Florida uh, up in the panhandle. Um, you know, and in, in how can we get them into – uh, there's a program, actually, um, I wasn't able to get over here in time, but I know some of the other board members went uh, over to Tallahassee Community College where they were working on a program where you could actually get your GED and your AA simultaneously. Mm. Uh, so, uh, you know, so it, it's trying to, again, you know, lift up uh, some folks that, that might be – uh, in vulnerable communities may not even have access to a car so there's lots of different ways to attack this issue both from an income standpoint from a veteran standpoint and certainly projects like ST uh, where you get you know uh, where you can get real surgical on, on what are the needs that that you have and how do we get people in those positions so at the end of the day career source's job is to uh, put people in jobs and 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 get them to the training the skills and try to eliminate those barriers that may be transportation may be income Uh, maybe education, you know, and and how do we eliminate those barriers and get people working?
0: You know, obviously, it's a big week this week with the uh, signing of the American Magic uh, lease deal for the warehouse on, you know, uh, uh, Building 10, Warehouse 10 over there on the port. Um, I think for a lot of people, they still aren't quite sure exactly what this means other than that, you know, the cool boat's going to be here for a long time with a couple hundred people in tow. What were the particulars of the deal? And uh, I know there's a part of it that has to do with them guaranteeing a race here or something. So just maybe the highlights yeah. for people who haven't been following this closely, what this actually means for the region and the city.
2: Yeah, so I, I would say on two layers. Number one is, uh, as, as the skipper Terry Hutchinson said during uh, uh, the, the day, the, the celebration of signing the lease was, you know, it, they have 195 people uh, right now in Barcelona. That's 195 families, and if you recall from the Triumph uh, grant request, uh, this is the largest uh, salary per uh, position, a- average salary, excuse me, um, for any Triumph award so far anywhere. So, so you know, the average salary of over $100,000. So these are high-paying jobs that are directly coming to the city, and those families are moving uh, to the city. So that's on the front end, just the pure economic development, great jobs moving here. That's great. The the much larger, less tangible compounding impact is that we have the most advanced sailing vessel in the United States of America now here for the next decade. And what comes with that is a lot of credibility within that space, a lot of manufacturing potentially. Uh, Other partnerships, USA Sailing, Olympics, those types of people want to be around the most advanced sailing boat in the United States. So it becomes this catalyst of which you can't measure today. You can't say, well, there's going to be a sailing event tomorrow, Uh, but what I can tell you is there's several in the works, international sailing events for 2025, uh, not quite done yet, but um, those, and and that's part of what the lease asked for, is that they have to put forth good faith efforts to have at least two international events in Pensacola Bay. and if they win the America's Cup, God willing, this fall, and they're the America's Cup champion, that they either host at least a preliminary race here, uh, like kind of an exhibition weekend race that they do before the America's Cup, or they host the entire thing in Pensacola per the lease. So, um, so what I wanted to make sure we capture is not just lease rate, that, that's important, but it's also let us make sure we maximize uh, and compound the huge positive impact they could have. And let's make sure we're all committed to that, both American Agic and the city of Pensacola. So um, so we try to capture that within that lease, is that it's not just the dollars, it's also these other things that will ensure that we get maximum return on investment.
0: Absolutely. And I mean, the investment has been substantial, uh, several million dollars. I mean, you know what, like I think 15 or 16 all told, maybe even a little bit more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the point is I wanted people to have an understanding of, you know, what are we getting for our money? And, you know, what is it aside from just moving the team here? And there's all of those dimensions. That's why I wanted you to explain it. Uh, D.C. Reeves, yep. Mayor of Pensacola. Hang on for just a second. Let's get Jake in here with Traffic on the Fives.
1: All right. Well, Highway 29 southbound this morning, we do have a rollover accident. It's really slowing things down. This is going to be right where 95 and 29 merge. Uh, This is going to be starting at about east uh, 10 mile, uh, stretching all the way down. uh, Let's see to... Vidalia I guess drive um, not really familiar with this area please forgive me uh, but Highway 29 south through um, like the Travis Park area that's going to be really really slow getting through there and uh, slow down uh, of course uh, through Inslee as well. Uh, Highway 98 eastbound headed into Windhaven Beach just after the New Publix so we've got some really bad slow down there and Highway 98 westbound through Tiger Point starting its normal morning slow down there. If you see anything else out there slowing you down call or text our traffic tip line 437-1620 I'm Jake Walker with the traffic on the fives
0: thanks so much jake uh, back to mayor dc reeves uh mr mayor we're dredging bayou tahar
2: right yeah we uh, we want to be real clear on this <laughs> i said this uh, in our internal meeting it's kind of interesting when you say dredging bayou tahar it is dredging the outfalls of bayou tahar because um, okay. uh, uh, yeah, i remember even saying with our staff the, that you say dredging bayou tahar and then people are uh you know find that one spot right at the beginning that they think needs to be dredged that we missed so it's not a comprehensive dredging of Bayou Tahari. Gotcha. There's a lot of complication that goes with that. But uh, but the main focus is, and the dollars that we've gotten, the approvals from Army Corps of Engineers, is for several outfalls. Um, and when you think of those, just where, where the rain comes down. I always think of Maxwell Street on the on the East Hill side. Um, so it's making sure as all that sediment and all those things come into the, into the bayou that that's getting cleared out and not becoming sandbars and things like that. So uh, so that's our primary focus.
0: Oh, okay. So uh, when you say outfall, I had something else in mind. I'm glad you clarified. Uh, You're talking about, you know, where the water from the storm drains joins into the bayou to make sure that that is clear that you don't have backups there and and you don't have sandbars and things like that. Okay, great. I'm I'm glad I asked. Um, We also had, you mentioned this maybe a couple of weeks ago, but I wanted to follow up with you. You mentioned that new cameras have been installed at the skate park, kind of a finally sort of thing. And I just wanted to ask you, where are we at with security at the skate park? Has it been an issue, not an issue? The time of operation, lights on, lights off? Kind of where do we stand with all that right now?
2: Right. Yeah, exactly. Where we are is we wanted to get the cameras in before we made any move. You know, my my frustration at the beginning was we had rules that we we were posting of which we had no ability to enforce. Um, And, you know, when you say it closes at, at sunset on the sign and you have lights that can light up yankee stadium um you know we, we wonder why people are there after you know seven o'clock so right. but but i didn't want to make any rash changes or reactionary changes to a new park without having some means of of helping secure it you know and then i said let's address those rules then and so we've reached that point now we do have the cameras in uh we also uh concurrent with this is we've got one of the portland lose that will be coming to the skate park so we'll have a uh, a a much-needed, long-overdue restroom that really you know, probably should have been in the beginning, uh, designed in the beginning, but but we are where we are, uh, and so we're going to have that in as well. So those enhancements, the cameras and the, the public restroom, now gives us kind of that, that tipping point to look at the rules again. To your question, uh, you know, uh, we're, we're bringing PPD to this meeting. We have It's already on the books, I believe it's next week, um, internally, that we're going to say, all right, PPD is here, Parks and Rec is here, Public Works is here you know, let's talk about this now. How have things been, you know? And so uh, I'll, I'll let, I'll see what uh, the, the police department says. I will tell you at least to my desk, we have not heard any significant issues, you know, or, or, or any recurring issues other than uh, some people choosing to use the restroom of which where they like, uh, which is, which is an issue. Uh, but from a, from a safety um, security standpoint, uh, we haven't heard much, but um, I'll, I'll wait to hear from them and then we can decide. And, 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 Maybe is is it ten o'clock? Is it midnight? Is it on the weekends? Uh, you know, because a lot of it's going to come down to how can we enforce it, you know. Right. And, and so so there's still some questions to be answered. But to your to your question, yes, we've reached that point now where I feel comfortable enough looking at that and then making whatever changes we
0: need. No, that's great, and that's it's good news. I mean, if it hasn't been much of an issue, it hasn't been much in the news, that's good. That's you know kind of what we'd hope for. That's so right. Very good, and just one more quick thing before we get to our lightning round. Uh, Bay Bluffs Park—the money you were hoping for has now is now in both chambers in the budget, right?
2: That's right. Yeah, so very excited to see 2.2 uh, million. You may recall that uh, that we partnered with Conservation Florida uh, to help conserve the Bay Bluffs uh, property for uh, in perpetuity—that uh, that it will remain in in public hands uh, forever, which is not the case, uh, even. Prior to this, so as we look to enhance, uh, to fix uh, some of the broken things in our city, like Bay Bluffs Park, uh, we're, we're taking it a step further and saying not only are we going to replace this with something, uh, but we're going to replace it and, and it'll keep it in the public good forever. So, uh, so they, they've been great partners. They've been helping advocate for us over here in Tallahassee. And so, uh, as of now, and, and you, Andrew, you know as well as anyone uh, yeah. how this process works. It's not um, we're not saying it's a guarantee. Uh, we are long from that until July 1st uh, when the governor signs the pen. But uh, we're, we're in a better place than we were a month ago. I can tell you that. So, uh, you know, having that on both sides, the 2.2 2 million means we could see uh, some dollars to help that demolition and in, in the next chapter of what Bayblood Park could be.
0: Yeah, the governor's giant black Sharpie permanent redaction veto pen is 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 significant. And you always have to know that <laughs> any project could eventually, you know, be redacted, so to speak. Uh, we always like to end with a lightning round, uh, quick questions for you. Typically, are a part of our frivolous conversations elsewhere in the show. Um, what's the worst book that you ever had to read, probably assigned to you as a, as a school child? What's the book that you're like, Ugh.
2: oh, man, uh, you know what? I I just blocked them out of my mind. I've forgotten, but there <laughs> were, I know, I, I'm sorry, a Kapiti English, but I know there were several, um. And that's probably reflective of my GPA in high school, but um, <laughs> so, not ones coming to mind. But so nothing, no, no
0: at, one at breaks point, yeah. through the uh, the forget the forget forgetting waters. But um, everything yeah, you were forced well, to do in high school. It would have required
2: me to read them, Andrew. You know that's the thing. Yeah, you know, right. I, had I got to read you. them to then know I didn't like them.
0: <laughs> um, if. You had to choose between being warm in your torso and cold in your legs, like on a 60-degree day, or being warm on your legs and cold on your torso. Uh, which way do you go? Which is important, more important? Which one can you endure I, cold better on? I
2: would love to know how this question was concocted, but <laughs> I, I would say the latter. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I can live with cold, cold in the torso, yeah. Uh, legs, man, that, could, that That could start to be painful, yeah.
0: I'm the exact opposite. I'm a warm... You know, give me a sweatshirt and shorts. Uh, I'm the exact opposite when it's a cold day. But that's why we had the conversation about that.
2: That's probably what it is.
0: Yeah, that's right. Uh, Last thing is... uh, And this is actually going to be today's conversation question. What's a movie that D.C. Reeves loves or loved that could not get made today because it's too offensive?
2: Ooh, man. Well, you know, I hope by default, and this question would be always is dumb and dumber, but I think it could still be made. Um... Man, I don't
0: know. What's yours? Uh, well, Blazing Saddles is kind of the obvious uh, oh, to, for yeah, me. Yeah. I mean, love it. Yeah,
2: I know, man. You've stumped me a couple times. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. But, no, Dumb uh, and Dumber's a good uh, one. It's, it's probably, that yeah, would be viewed as marginalizing made, right? and, you
0: know, making fun of disabilities. And, yeah, I mean. You know that couldn't get yeah. made.
2: I mean, look, we're we're getting old. We're due for a remake at some point. I would oh, think. It's already, I Don't say that word.
0: <laughs> Mayor DC Reeves always joins us at Wednesday. Mayor, thanks so much for the time. Have a good time at your conference. Have a productive time at your conference and or your uh, your meeting of the board. And then we'll see you back here. and We'll talk to you next week, sir. All right, thank you. Seven fifty four on news. Uh, Seven fifty five on News Radio ninety two three. Jake's got a quick traffic on the
1: fives. This traffic report brought to you by Executive Landscaping. Highway 29 this morning is seeing some slowdown. We have a couple uh, accidents reported there. This is going to be on um, southbound inside lane on Highway 29, just past Well-Line Road in Cantonment. FHP is on the scene there. That's a rollover crash. Uh, also, um, on Highway 29, starting about East 10 Mile Road, going down to about 9 Mile there, uh, we do have some slowdown there getting through Inslee. Um, Highway 98 eastbound, getting out of Navarre into Winhaven Beach. Once you pass the new Publix, it's uh, some major slowdown there. And Highway 98 westbound through Tiger Point, seeing its normal morning slowdown. Executive Landscaping, call us today for all your commercial and premium landscaping needs. I am Jake Walker with your traffic on the Fives.
0: Hey, if you are thinking about that summer lawn, and maybe you're not thinking about it yet, but you remember last year when you looked at your lawn and you're like, look away. Um, okay. Coming into June and July, if you want that beautiful lush green lawn, you got to start thinking about that now. You got to start thinking about what we can do to get there because if you do the same thing you did before, you're going to get the same results you got before. So give NSEC a call. Have them come out and look at your lawn and they'll thoroughly inspect it to see what it needs, specifically your lawn, and they will talk about, you know, what applications you need. They provide eight throughout the course of the year targeted for your lawn, getting it what it needs. Of course, free lawn analysis and estimate, okay, no obligation. Soil sample, you know, what nutrients, what pre-emergent weed control, um, all of that stuff that they need to do, they will take care of you. Shrub care, aeration, grass plugs, and grass All just all of it, okay? It's what they do. Sign up today, get your first lawn application free with any new annual lawn program, and that includes the initial soil sample, lime treatment on an average-sized yard. Sign up today at NSEC, E-N-S-E-C dot net.
3: Why is Beret Jewelers the best place to buy an engagement ring? Come in and see our selection. I promise you, we have more diamond engagement rings than you'll see anywhere in the panhandle of Florida. But it's what you do for people that they don't expect, that they remember. The little things that we do, we want to deliver special experiences for you at Beret. We love doing what we do and we love making people happy. We want every person that walks into the store to feel like you're part of our family. I want everybody to have an amazing experience at Beret
4: Jewelers. What's fun and happening in Pensacola? You'll find out as the City of Pensacola Parks and Recreation Department talks about it here on the Pensacola Expert Panel. Join us each month as we detail what's going on in your resource centers, parks, recreation programs, and the Community Maritime Park. It's a great month to get out and play, Pensacola. Tune in this Friday morning at 9.30. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11, weekdays on News Radio 92, 3 a.m. 1620.
3: Pensacola right now with Joe and Austin It's like headline news for radio Every day 4 to 7 On News Radio 92.3 Informative, local, dependable I I was told that I could listen to the radio At a reasonable volume from 9 to 11 Mm -hmm.
0: Oh, man, I can already tell that this frivolous topic today is going to be fun. <laughs> I'm getting people text me already uh, about the movies that couldn't get made today. Uh, David Wayne is in the newsroom with our headlines. David?
5: President Biden is issuing an executive order aimed at protecting Americans' personal data from nations that the government considers hostile. That focuses on companies and data brokers that buy and sell information. The Biden administration is concerned they may sell that data to countries like China. A wildfire in the Texas panhandle could be threatening the nation's biggest nuclear weapons facility. The Pantex plant is about 17 miles northeast of Amarillo, not far from uh, that big Smokehouse Creek fire, which uh, so far has burned over 400 square miles. Officials at the plant, though, say all the nuclear weapons are safe and
0: unaffected. Just to be clear, I, I'm not going to make the joke. <laughs> I had a joke. I, the rare moment of self-censorship the rare moment of self-censorship. You caught it right here on News Radio, uh, David, thanks so much for the update. Oh, uh, you know, tomorrow is the non-existent day, right? Tomorrow's the day we only get once every four years, Leap Day. And uh, Krispy Kreme has some deals. If you were born on uh, Leap Day, I guess you get free donuts. If you're not born, it's a, like buy a dozen, get a dozen for 229 because it's 229 Dependable traffic on the fives. Weekdays
3: on News radio 92.3. WNRP Golf Free's Milton, Pensacola.